Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast, or tonight just be the Mickey Dude Podcast. I am your host tonight, Joe Catrocci, and I guess if you're hearing me say dude, I'm flying solo tonight, but I'm talking about one of my favorite topics tonight, and that is DVC. As you guys know, I'm a DVC junkie. So tonight, I am joined by Miss Jody Gross. Jody, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. And we are recording this just after the Memorial Day holiday weekend. So first, before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to all of the brave men and women and their families who have made the ultimate sacrifice uh, for our country so that we can sit here and talk about Disney and go to the Disney parks and provide that freedom that we all enjoy. So first of all, before I ask Jody how her long Memorial Day weekend was, I just want to say a shout out to all of the brave men and women, our soldiers and their families for everything that they've uh, sacrificed for our country. So thank you to them. Uh, So Jody, uh, on top of that, how was your long holiday Memorial Day weekend? It was good and it was busy. And I just want to piggyback on what you said. Absolutely. Shout out to all the military families, including yourself, Joe. So, um, so yeah, um, it was, it was good. It was, we, we were home most of the time um, trying to hang out by the pool and stuff. It was my son's birthday. So had some festivities, but it was, it was good. Nice weather. Nice. It was definitely better weather. I was up in Indianapolis and I went up to the uh, Indianapolis 500. I had a friend of mine. Oh. I had a friend of mine invite me and uh, they had a 130,000 plus capacity. So it was one of the larger sporting events in the U.S. since this whole mess uh, of oh. the pandemic has happened. But I'll tell you, picking back off of the, uh, the Memorial Day weekend, you know, it was the flyovers and the military presence. It gave me goosebumps. It was uh, the weather was a little chilly, but it was sunny for the most part. But it was it was a great weekend, and uh, it was good to get back to a little bit of uh, normalcy. I know people may be tired of hearing that term now, but yeah, we're, we're, but it's it's awesome. Yeah, we're inching closer and closer. Have you been to the parks since the um, the lessening of the restrictions? Uh, I haven't. No, not since the lessening. And I need to get there before it gets too hot because I do not like to go to Disney when it's summertime. I get a little grouchy in the heat and standing in lines so i need to go in the next few weeks if i'm going to go at all in the next few months well i'll tell you i was there the day after the i guess the the outdoor mask mandate was lifted and it was like it was like a whole new disney i was down in disney springs met up with my cousin met up with a co-worker for dinner and just it was a you know you know those beautiful central florida evenings before the humidity kicks yes. in yes and it was a beautiful night and we had dinner and drinks and I was just like, oh man, it's just like, it was just so nice to be, listen, when we were in the restaurant, you had to put the mask on. That's fine. I understand that. But just to be able to walk around a little bit and just not be so hot all the time. It was, it was amazing. And, uh, I know my brother was just in, uh, in the parks this weekend and, uh, he said it was, it goes, it was nice to take pictures like on main street and, you know, have the, the your mask off and, and in front of like some of the, the larger icons of the park, but you know, there was yeah. cast members telling you, put your mask on when you get into So everybody out there, you know, it's nice that we've got a little bit of the restrictions, but go easy on the cast members. Uh, my brother was telling me some stories about how some people were not wanting to put their mask back on when getting into a line queue. So if you're out there, just be a little yeah, easy. Thank, thank you for that. I mean, just I think people need to realize that it's not their decision. These are mostly just sweet, young you know, college students. I mean, granted, there are some some older folks like us working there, but it, you know, they're they're just doing what they're told, and, and no one should be yelling at them or giving them a hard time. Yeah, I so mean, that's 
not what it's about. Yeah, we're, we're getting there little by little. Yeah. You know? And I, I'll, yeah. I'm negative nearly in the masks, but we're getting there little by little. So, <laughs> Me uh... too. But yeah, <laughs> but not to the, not to the, you know, not to those folks. That is true. That is true. So, yeah. but we are so, and this is Jody's first time on the show. And, and I've told Jody through emails uh, and before we started recording today. Uh, that, you know, I love DVC. I'm a resort guy. Uh, I love talking about the resorts more than even the parks. I, I, I could go to the resorts and never even step foot in a park and be happy. I can go and play golf. I could rent some boats. I can go out to dinner. I could just drive around. I'll be, I go club, I mean, uh, bar hopping and lounge hopping <laughs> and be happier than can be. So tonight we're going to talk a little bit about some new uh, DVC resorts that are in the works possibly and we're going to talk also about if you're one of those dvc members like myself and you have points that are kind of burning a hole in your pocket that are going to expire at the end of this year because you didn't use any last year i'm going to ask jody maybe some of her top five ways for you know using these points either at disney world or other ways uh before they expire you know either for couples or for staycations we're going to get her um expertise and what she thinks as a local and also as a former dvc uh, and disney employee and just uh get an outsider's opinion uh somebody that i've never really talked to in length this is jody and i's first time speaking on the show so let me get a fresh opinion of what i should do with my points so i think it'll be kind of fun so before we get started, Jody, uh, if you just want to tell everybody first just a little bit about yourself, like uh, how you got into Disney, um, you know, you've worked with the company, the Walt Disney World Company, if you've worked with uh, the world of DVC, if you just explain to our Mickey Dudes listeners a little bit about yourself, that'd be uh, fantastic. Sure. Well, thanks. Um, yeah, I was in how I got started with DVC, Disney, um, all those years ago was I was in general residential real estate here in um, Florida and was just kind of getting burnt out and it coincided well with the economic, the housing crisis. So that worked out well. But just prior to that, uh, my brother-in-law works for Disney and he's currently right now um, the general manager and VP over at Disneyland Tokyo. So um, he was nice enough to forward my resume to the Disney Vacation Club. And um, so I started out as a guide, which was awesome and did that for several years. And when Nick, who, you know, I was a friend with and a a colleague of mine at Disney at DVC, started his resale company, I was pretty intrigued because really in the back of my mind, I thought somebody should be, you know, opening a resale company because I didn't know much about it when I worked there. And I certainly didn't know the other side of it. I didn't know the resale side. but I just saw that that was the trend, you know, as I worked there, I saw the writing on the wall and I was like, somebody should really, who knows the product should get in on this. And of course, you know, Nick's no dummy. He, he knew that before I did and uh, started his company. And I was um, the first employee to, to go work for them. Him and Kevin started it. And, um, and we've just watched it grow and grow and grow into something none of us could have imagine only if you know i think it's what been six years now six seven years it's it's been amazing how much we've grown and how much we've learned and um it's great love it i will say this um there are are a few dvc resale sites out there rental sites i mean that's that's no secret but i will say this i've it's full disclosure you know the world of dvc they are a sponsor of our show but I've said this on this show before, like their websites and their apps are like the easiest to use of anybody's. So, I mean, it's if you're looking for a certain contract or looking for rental points, there's no easier website to use than theirs. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously you guys are on the right track with uh, getting the information out there to us, us Disney fans. And uh, yeah, so uh, and that, that's one of the things that we're going to talk about tonight is there's always something new changing within the world of DVC and Disney Vacation Club and you know, Disney is always either adding new resorts, adding new rooms. They are adding new restrictions to things. There's always something to talk about, and something that yeah. kind of said, <laughs> right? And something that <laughs> never a dull moment. There's never a dull <laughs> moment, right? And there's something that um, that was added recently, and I thought it was kind of interesting was that they're adding new uh, villas to the Grand Floridian, and this is not something that yes. this is not, not something new that Disney has never done before. They They've done this at Animal Kingdom Lodge and, and Jumbo House. They've done this over at Wilderness Lodge. And I guess now they're doing this over at the Grand Floridian. And they're taking uh, one of the, I don't want to say, I guess buildings, not longhouses. That'd be a Polynesian term. But taking one of the bu- buildings, which is Big yeah. big Pine Key. 
And yeah. it, it's it's located over, um, I guess it's in between the main Grand Floridian pool and where the DVC pool is located. And yes. uh, it's kind of like if that's going to be a building to use, it'd be the better one to use because it's closest to the main building. But uh, so this was just kind of announced. And um, just want to read a little bit uh, about uh, what what it's going to entail. And I got this information from the uh, from DVCnews.com. They're a great resource for uh, for information. But it says here that the uh, the new rooms uh, there's going to be over 200 uh, deluxe studio villas. Studio villas. So that's a that's a that's a good number of rooms, right? I mean, for an mm-hmm. add-on, it right? is. That's definitely, I think, more than what was done at. Was that more than what was done at, at uh, Wilderness Lodge with? Uh, uh, with the with the addition over there, or no, it wasn't hard. Yeah, I believe so. Well, the other difference is, though, of course, that these are only studios, whereas Copper Creek had uh, different sizes as well added on. But yeah, um, this is this is larger. And and not only and this is great too as a studio owner or as a studio user. It's just my wife and I. Like this is great that they're upping the inventory of studios. And I don't know if Disney is is real or DVC has realized that. You know the studios are the ones that get swept up right away, and especially when they sleep yes. five. I mean, now they're all coming with the Murphy bed and the queen size bed. I mean, it, it, it's sleeping five comfortably, so um, it's yes. nice to see they're going down this route. So uh, I agree. But yeah, so it says it's going to be two hundred deluxe studio villas, and they're going to be sleeping uh, five guests with a queen size fuller, uh, queen size bed or a full bed, uh, and they usually have a Murphy or a fold down twin bed. Uh, and they're comparing yes. it to uh, Riviera, Disney's Riviera Resort right now with how they're doing it. Um, it says here that these studios are going to be larger than the existing studio rooms in the dedicated DVC building, which is kind of interesting because it's going to be not part of the DV. It's it's a newer part, but they're actually going to be bigger rooms. So Yeah, that is interesting. I thought the same thing. So, yeah, they're going to be um, they're listed at 447 square feet uh, compared to 374 square feet. On the current DVC studio, so it doesn't really sound like a lot, but I guess when you it just, adds up, it adds I up, mean, right? You got a family of five. That's gonna that makes a difference. It does. I agree. And uh, I agree. And and this building is located off the Seven Seas Lagoon, adjacent to the Courtyard Pool. So there will be either a pool view or a Seven Seas Lagoon. So you're probably gonna have a view of the other DVC rooms and probably the Polynesian because uh, they face kind of backwards. Uh, I think. True. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jordy, probably some of the rooms on maybe the far, I guess it would be the far east side of the building, you may get a view of the Magic Kingdom, or I don't know if the other, if there's another building uh, that might be blocking that view or not. I'm not quite sure. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm trying to picture it. Um, that's hard to say. I mean, maybe you'll get some fire, you know, you'll get some nice views of the fireworks uh, from that building as well, depending on where you're facing. But as far as seeing... The kingdom? Not sure. We'll have to go check that out. Yeah, that'll be something that'll be interesting. Uh, yeah. About how they're going to classify a preferred preferred view or a non-preferred. I actually would ever have a view of the Poly. I just I like looking at other resorts, but uh, the, the one especially it, at night. Absolutely, yeah, it's so, so beautiful with the the torches lighted, torches all lit yes. up and stuff. Absolutely. Love it. Um, one one interesting fact, Jody, they're saying here is that the monorail platform is actually going to be equal distant from both buildings. Now the only thing oh. is, the only thing is that the the original villa is a Grand Floridian building actually has the covered walkway. So if you're in this newer building, you may get wet in the rain going to the monorail station. So just something to keep in mind. So, oh, true, good point. You think of everything. I was kind of thinking about that. I was like, oh, you might get wet though. You know, if you're walking. That's true. I mean, unless yeah, I don't know what they would do, but yeah, you're right. That's that's a good point. And there are, and they said that this is the one interesting fact that um, and I want to talk to you about once I get through uh, reading some of these facts here is that the new villas, okay, are going to be added to the existing condo association and that the new owners will be bound by the expiration date of January 31st, 2064. So that's going to be, you're essentially, if, if you're going to buy this new from Disney, you're not getting a 50 point contract. You're not getting a 50 year contract. You're getting a, how many years are left on that now? Less than, yeah, less, than get- less than 50. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you're absolutely right. And I think obviously the plus with that is that, um, you know, maybe I'm jumping ahead, but the as as a resale person who sells resale and all of the folks who want to buy resale, it, to me, that's awesome because although we don't know for sure, it reads to me like 
this is part of the Grand Floridian Association, meaning um, it won't be separate like Riviera with restrictions and so forth. So to me, that it's other than the shorter exploration, it's it's still, I think, a plus the way I look at it. And and this is where this is why I find interesting that this is the first time they're doing this since they've added the restrictions on. Is yes. that the the current point value um the dbc news list uh, is grand floridian points are selling for direct from disney at 245 dollars a point now if you're a new dbc purchaser and you want to buy direct from disney you got to buy a minimum of 125 point contract at 245 dollars a point yeah that's, that's a pretty penny um, it's yeah it's a lot it's a lot of money yeah and um yeah, I, I agree. And, and who knows what they're going to start the pricing out at. I know that, you know, it's all speculation, right? Because they do have um, the pricing up on their website, you know, for the sold out resorts, which you can't really get, but they still have it up there. Although I, I think I read somewhere that they took it down, the pricing for Grand Floridian. Um, but in in the past, when Disney opens a new resort, they typically start at lower the cost lower than what the other sold out resorts are, right? So I, I'm not sure what they're going to do with pricing on this. It, that's going to be interesting. A lot of speculation, um, people thinking it's going to be super high. But if I'm going with the trends of when they open a new resort, like look at Riviera when they first opened it, it was less than, even though it was a brand new resort, it was priced less than Bay Lake, you know, and other resorts that were sold out. So I'm just not sure what they're going to do with the pricing. It's That's, to me, the big question mark there and i don't know if you guys in the company are like excited about this but if this is going to be put under the old condominium association they're going to be grandfathered under those old rules yeah so i'm not sure and i i and i should be better prepared with this as we're recording but i'm not sure what grand floridian contracts are going for on dvcresellmarket.com but i would assume that they're going for less than 245 dollars a point and if, <laughs> yes. and, and if these condo associations are going to be the same thing you have a resale contract for villas at Grand Florida. You once these villas are complete, you could you could book one of these newer rooms. Uh, I mean, I don't think yes. that I don't think Disney would be splitting hairs and say, "Well, like it's either you're part of the condo association or you're not." And so I think if if you know two hundred forty five dollars, even if it's a little bit less, I, I mean, I definitely think that the resale market is definitely going to be more beneficial to you. Well, uh, that's right. I mean the. Yes, it's it's less. I mean, they they have crept up, Joe, quite a bit, to be honest with you. I mean, they are creeping up co closer to $200 a point. However, um, you know, you can't really get Grand Floridian directly from Disney, you know, that it's a sold-out resort. I, I realize that you can still get Saratoga and, and Old Key West because as those are considered sold-out resorts, um, but some of the other ones are harder to get. You know, they have them available on paper and the pricing on paper, but try and get one and, and see, you know, see how long it takes. Um, but still, yeah, it's still a good $50 a point higher. And then the other thing is, um, you know, with that, I, I don't know what they're going to do with the Grand Floridian, but, you know, with the new announcement that 150 points is going to be the new minimum, um, you know, it. so contracts that are less than that, smaller contracts at Grand Floridian on the resale market are definitely the way to go for sure. Now, do you think that this is something that once these villas are complete, because this is supposed to be projected opening uh, summer of next year, um, because they're just essentially gutting them and you know retrofitting them with you know newer with newer amenities and, and linens, and, you know they're redoing the rooms, yeah. right? They're not building a building, and so right. do, you, do you think that this is one of those things that you know I know you're on the resale side of things, but do you think that priced appropriately these will sell super quick, and that if they do that the addition of these units coming on board is going to help the existing Grand Floridian owners that already have points if they want to resell um, later on down the line or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, I, whenever Disney opens a new resort for the most part, um, there was maybe one little hiccup that we think we all know the Riviera, but um, it's always been good. It's been good news for us and it's good news for members. I mean, it's nice for them to have a choice. Right. And um, I definitely think it will sell direct with Disney provided that they aren't too crazy with the pricing. Um, and I think that's a good thing. I think that it keeps the resale market stable, you know, at Grand Floridian and it'll keep the prices, you know, from, 
it'll keep the I think what it'll do is keep the resale prices pretty steady for a while, especially until we know what they're going to price it at. Um, and so, I, I mean, I definitely think it's a good thing, and I do think it'll I do think that they'll sell very quickly again if priced right. The only concern, you know, maybe a little thing to keep in the back of your mind for those folks that own at Grand Floridian and want a one, two, one or two bedroom or the Grand Villa, now you've got a lot more members, right? Because they're opening 200 more studios that are going to have home resort priority at Grand Floridian, assuming it's the same association. And for those, and and they've only added studios, for those who want larger rooms, there's going to be more competition for those, more people who have home resort priority. So that's the only thing that I think may be a slight issue, not sure, but um, is just adding that many more studios and not adding any other um, larger rooms. But we'll see. Yeah, that's because the Grand Floridian, I believe, was the smallest, I guess for lack of a better term, HOA. They had, it was the smallest resort of all. Yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of like that little exclusive, little exclusive club. There wasn't a lot of, I mean comparative to my home resort of Saratoga Springs where we have the most members uh, you yeah. know we're mo- owners yes. there but I guess it's a double-edged sword right because yes you're gonna have more competition for like those more premium rooms like the you know one and two bedroom villas but yet this could maybe help with like maybe spreading across dues and assessments over more members so that's kind of like the the other side of it is there are more members now paying into the the kitty i guess you want to call it for, right you know so to help with the uh with your your annual dues and uh and so on and so forth it looks like the whenever these do open it's going to be um the uh the dues are going to be pretty much staying the same i guess you know they do go up a little bit here and there every year but it looks like they're uh they're going to be staying the same which is which is good so it'll be interesting yeah. to see the one thing i wanted to ask you was It'll be interesting to see that this is a, and I guess like DVC is part of the, I guess the theme park operating, I guess the uh, the the books, right? I mean, like the sale of DVCs goes with the goes towards the parks now, and um, so obviously you know with the reflections being kind of shelved, and I guess I just read some stuff online where they file permits to remove. Uh, the construction trailers and stuff from there. So I guess reflections I is that, yeah. Yeah, reflections is very shelved for the time being, which I guess is fine if it's not the right time to build. It's not the right time to build. But do you think that this is just just for you know our conversational sake here? Do you think this is something that uh, we're going to see Disney doing a lot more of, or just maybe taking little bits and pieces? Like I could actually see, and I love the contemporary resort too. And I was very sad when they knocked down the the North Garden Wing because that's I stayed in the Garden Wings as a kid. The South Garden oh. Wing is still there. Do you actually yeah. do you actually see them maybe instead of building a whole new Bay Lake Tower, possibly just turning like those wings into DVC units for like almost like a quick yeah. sell? I mean that would instead of building this monstrosity, you know, yes. it's I mean that that would I mean I would love I would love to see that kind of old school stay a little bit. Like my, a little bit yeah. of my heart was broken when they knocked down those garden wings, but I don't know if this yeah. is something that you see going forward where they're going to start converting, like even like yacht club too, where you know they're going to maybe make a section of yacht club DVC now and just re- retrofit the rooms. What are your thoughts about that? Well, I totally agree, and yes, I I think it would. I can't imagine them not turning those garden rooms at uh, Contemporary into more Bay Lake Tower DVC, and. Um, I do have a friend, uh, a little source who, you know, that works at Disney, um, mentioned that their plan is pretty much to add DVC to all resorts. And I'm like, even the value? And she said, yeah, maybe down the road they'll add some to the value. Now, again, um, this was all way pre-COVID. So, um, you know, not, you know, not sure. Things can change as we as we see but yeah it, to me it's it's a no-brainer that they'll do that with bay lake tower of course nothing's been announced um but it makes total sense to me yeah i'm kind of like an old school kind of guy like you know it's i, I grew up going to disney in the 80s and 90s and um just a, a little bit a little bit of me kind of dies when they knock down some of the older stuff or like touch things I, away like don't don't touch it and i know i know it's not a museum i know and that's a big debate well, among the disney community where it's like it's supposed to be constantly evolving, and I understand I know. that. But it's sometimes like it's 
this, it's nice to have a little bit of retroness still around. Oh, I, I totally agree. And I think that that's why, like, for example, Polynesian's always been a favorite, you know, of folks is, um, it, it still felt the same all those from all those years ago. And I just think, I, I agree with you. There's updating and you need to do some, you need to stay relevant. You need to stay current. Um, but I think that there's, you don't want to tear down everything and make everything brand new either. You've got to have a balance and, and, or do it properly where, um, you know, maybe, the, you know, obviously the inside of the rooms all need to be updated. Right. But keep, keep the look the same, make people feel like they're still, cause we all have these happy childhood memories, like you said, and mine mostly are from Disneyland cause I grew up in California, but I mean, I, I'm devastated when I go back in a ride I used to ride isn't there, you know, I'm like, Oh, you know, and I might get on it and think it's lame now, but I still want to go on that lame outdated ride. Right. So, um, I think there's something to be said for the nostalgia. Absolutely. Definitely. Have you spent any time in Hilton Head, South Carolina at all? I have not. Okay, so if you ever go to not. if you ever go to Hilton Head, South Carolina, my wife is from South Carolina. We were married in Hilton Head, and, Hil oh. and Hilton Head is a combination of newer construction and construction from like the seventies. And I absolutely every time I go there, I tell my wife, like, I love the seventies, like retro, you know, seventies yeah. and eighties design. It almost look, a lot of the buildings look like the old Disney Village Marketplace back in the day. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And, and it's like half the island is like new and brand new and half the island still looks like it's from like 1981 or 79. So I, yeah. I love that little bit of old school. So if you ever get a chance to go I to Hilton you. Head, you'll, you'll, you'll kind of see that when you're on the island. It's like the one place that I, I always reference, but I'm like, this is a, this is a part of that like hasn't really changed yet. You know what I'm saying? So but. yeah. And you could keep the, the, you know, the, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, the, the aesthetics, body of it, the aesthetics. the aesthetics, but you, you know, again, no one wants, none of us want to walk into a, a hotel room that hasn't been had the carpet changed in 30 years, right? Gross. So yeah, you can update it, but keep the integrity. That was the word I was looking for. The integrity of, of how it looked back in the day. And one, I think. And one final thing, and we'll move on to our next topic yeah. is, is when they built Bay Lake tower, I, I almost wish they would have made it look like the older main tower like it, it almost looks like it doesn't really completely match so if they're doing this retrofitting of dvc rooms to these resorts i'm glad that they're leaving the buildings as they are like when they redid wilderness lodge right. or when they add, they're adding these to or they you know added the rooms to the poly or to um to here at grand floridian it's like you won't even notice a difference if you if, you, if you're not to the wiser you won't notice a difference that they're dvc rooms compared to anything right. else so yeah absolutely so speaking, right. so speaking of other resorts, I discussed this on our last DVC show uh, with Carrie McPherson. And so I want to ask Jody just if she can give us a little inside baseball here on uh, just what, what are the latest what are the latest trends within DVC? We're coming out of the pandemic. You know, things are getting better. Things America and the world is opening up little by little. People are traveling more. Restrictions in the park are getting better. Um, is DVC selling better? Like what, what are the hot trends right now among uh, DVC resales, DVC rentals. Like, what are we seeing that are the hot ones right now? Large contracts, small contracts. What are we looking at? Here? Uh, well, I mean, you name it. It's it's been very surprising and eye opening for me, and probably a lot of people. Um, I thought with the pandemic, oh, here we go. This is going to be terrible. All the owners are going to members are going to want to sell, right? Because maybe they need to free up some cash, and certainly no one's going to buy because the park. You know, in the beginning, the parks are closed and travels restricted, and the complete inverse happened. We we have a shortage of, you know, there's more uh, demand than there is supply, which is great. It's a great problem to have. Right. But it's, it's surprising. So to answer your question, everything's selling, I mean, small contracts always popular. So there's nothing new there. Um, you know, really every resort we have in grand Floridian has been very popular. Um, of course the, the old, or I'm sorry, the Saratoga and animal kingdom, always big sellers. Um, I I'd like to say that there's one that sort of stands out more than the other, but uh, there really hasn't been every, everything has been selling so fast. Um, we get a listing and they're, and they're, you know, provided they're, you know, priced well, they're, they sell super fast. And again, of course, small ones always go super quick. The one that, um, surprises me the most, I suppose, is if you've been paying attention as a Lonnie, I don't know if you've noticed what the prices 
have done at Alani, um, they went from selling around or under a hundred dollars a point just a few months ago to as high as one forty per point in the last couple of months. Oh wow! So definitely, people are Hawaii bound. I think people want to go to the beach and get away. Um, so Alani has been a huge seller. I guess that would be my my big surprise seller. And then of course, Grand Californian. We always need uh, contracts there. They sell as fast as we get them in. So if anybody's holding on to some Grand Cal points and they just find themselves not using them, now would be a great time to to unload those for top dollar. But yeah, Grand Cal and Alani, funny enough, our West Coast properties are doing extremely well. Yeah, Grand California seems like one of those contracts that's like, <laughs> if you have it, like don't get like don't get don't get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, yeah. Yes. I sold mine a while back and thought I got a great deal when I sold it for like, I think it was 138 a point. I'm like, oh, I got that. I made $50 a point on this. And because I bought it with a cast member discount back when I worked at Disney. But uh, in hindsight, I should have held on to that a little longer, but that's and, okay. And it's just such a small resort, but it, it's very well themed. It's right there at the entrance to California Adventure. I mean, it's it's in a prime location if you're a Disneyland, like, you know, nut and you're, and you're there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... I mean, uh, I forgot what the restaurant is in there. The, um, oh, I can't think of it off the top of my Rose, head. Something Rose. Oh, right? yeah. The, uh, um, um, yeah. I'm sure everybody's yelling at me. I should have this, but the same the, here. The, the, I've the, only the, eaten there several times. <laughs> full, um, full disclosure, we're recording this in the middle of the work day here. So it's like, I'm still, I'm, yeah. I'm still in like work mode right now. But the, 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 yeah, we're, we've been a little preoccupied, right? Yeah. The, but the, the dining is great there. I mean, so. Uh, you know, it's one of those contracts that's like, if you've got it, like, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, Jody and her company that you know, she works for wants you to, you know, if you're going to part with it, go with them. But if you've got to hold on to it as long as you can, you know, <laughs> well, at some point it can't keep going up. Right. So I, I don't, don't know. I don't, I don't know. I say that all the time and sh- I'm shocked myself. I hear, sto- like I hear <laughs> stories about like the, the 50, 40 hour points from old Key West back in the day or whatever crazy it was. And they're giving out free park tickets. And I'm just like, oh my God, if I could just turn back yeah. time. I know that would be our total retirement. Just buy like a thousand fifty point contracts and you could retire, right? That's crazy. But uh, yeah, I remember when I worked at Disney and they were raising the price of Bay Lake Tower to, I think, 112 a point. And I, I was like looking around the room, like just, you know, we're in a conference, you know, meeting and I'm like, does anyone else think this is crazy? We're never going to be able to sell it at 112 a point. This is crazy. And I, I mean, if you would have told me what they're selling for now, I would have my, I, I can't even imagine. I was just appalled at the price increase then. So <laughs> and, and, and spe- speaking of like 112 a point and like the crazy, crazy, craziness of like how the points have gone up. I did notice this, Jody. I want to discuss with you real quick. Did yeah. you, have you noticed that um, Disney has been buying back right of first refusal a lot of contracts? They've oh, been yeah. buying a lot of old Key West contracts, a lot of Saratoga contracts. I find it very interesting. Um, I don't know if the the prices are too low with people selling or they're anticipating like old Key West, the original contracts, not, not the, the 2042 contracts are the ones that I believe they're buying back. I don't know if they're preparing down the line for reselling those because they're essentially in a downturn. I mean, not not the ones that were renewed, you know, but the t- original 2042 right. contracts. I don't know if they're preparing down the line or I don't know. I just find it very interesting how they're they're really buying back a lot of right of first refusals. I mean, is it something where people are selling to are selling too cheap or uh, what are your thoughts I mean, about that? Well, I agree. Um, you know, obviously there was a. Uh, they they went months during the pandemic without buying anything back. And then they sort of came back with a, a vengeance. And, and certainly, like you said, Old Key West and some other ones were super high on their um, buyback list. Of course, Old Key West makes sense. As you mentioned, they, they slap the extension on it and sell it for way more. So that's, that's definitely a no brainer. Um, but also like Saratoga, um, Animal Kingdom, Bay Lake. There's been a lot of those that have um, been bought back as well. Um, I think Bay, ba- uh, Bay Lake Tower was actually the number one buyback, if, I, if I'm if i not mistaken. So, um, yeah, I mean, they must be buying it back and reselling them, obviously, at a much higher price. As far as are they being sold too low? Some, yes. You know, it's it's hard, for example, take Old Key West. It's hard to justify. Let's say someone has a 
300-point old QS contract that's stripped out. Doesn't have any points till 2022. I mean, how much can you really ask for that, right? It's it, That's a tough one because you can't ask top dollar for that. It's a larger contract. It might not have any points till for a year or two. So it's it's a tough one to price at a higher amount above what, what would be typically um, in danger of being rofered. So you've got to price it accordingly. So those tend to be the ones that are going to sell for less um, and therefore get bought back. So a lot of the folks that I've, you know, they've lost to write a first refusal two, three times. I'm like, you know what, let's try buying something with some more points. Price per point's going to be higher, but you'll have a better chance of passing write a first refusal. Maybe you don't need those points, then rent them or whatever. But um, so it's probably, yes, it's definitely on the lower price contracts. But again, um, they're usually pretty stripped out contracts and and that's why they're priced the way they are. Not always, but oftentimes. So maybe if you're a seller, then you may not want to like say, I'm just going to use my points, strip them out, and then I'll sell them. It's like, oh, maybe that's not the best bet for you. <laughs> you know, if you're looking to sell them, maybe you want to just take the hit on it and be like, you know what, I'm going to sell it with the points and I might get X number of dollars more down the line because this contract has points that can use oh, for sure. right away rather than saying, oh, I have to, everybody loves those contracts where they're stripped out and it's like, oh yeah, and you have to pay the maintenance as well for the year on it. You're like, thanks. Yeah. Appreciate that. So yeah. so maybe a little, yeah. tip, a little tip to our listeners, maybe if you're looking to sell your contract, maybe don't strip it out and pay the maintenance on it for the year. You might have a little bit of a better shot. Um, yeah, you're but, right. Uh, so, but speaking of points, all right. So, yes. and so I, I'm looking for some advice here and we discussed this a little before we started recording and last year was crappy, right? It's yeah. we're, we're closed for a few months and you know, it's the, all the resorts weren't up and running. Well, I'm like, unlike most people, I have points I have to burn and I, and my wife and I, you know, we usually do marathon weekend. We usually do, we do a weekend in September. We'll do a little weekend here and there. We use a lot of studios. We go to a lot of off times. So we, we have 180 points. We have a 150 contract and a 30 pointer, both at Saratoga. And we, uh, you know, we really didn't use them last year. And, uh, mm. I banked them. And last year was like, like it was a blur, right? Everybody, it was a lost year. Yes. And I was, uh, so I booked, um, a weekend room for a friend of ours. We're doing like a weekend. She's got her master's degree. So we're going to go and celebrate in September. Oh. Yeah. So it's awesome. We'll do a little weekend, little staycation, right? They live in the Tampa area. And I realized I'm like, wait. I think I have points that are I'm like, what's my wife? Her name, her name is Jennifer. I said, Jen, I'm like, I think we have like a hundred and something points we have to use before they're going to expire by, you know, February is our use here. So I called up and I'm terrible with like the banking of the points, right? I always <laughs> double check with the member services, whatever. And they're like, yeah, you have a hundred some points you have to use. I'm like, oh crap. So, and okay. obviously this couldn't be a worse time to have points to burn because A, we're coming out of a pandemic. B, we got 50th anniversary coming up right? so, yeah yeah true true yeah, and, yeah it's so challenging it's challenging right so i did book a random week in august but i still have like 70 or 80 points i still have to book now i asked my wife i said do you want me to do you want us to try to rent them out maybe go through your know, dvc rental store right well, go through you guys yeah. and rent them out she said no no i really want to use them i said okay so i wanted to ask you jody as an outsider is somebody I have not talked to about this yet. That's what I mean by outsider is give me, give me your, as somebody who worked for the Walt Disney company, been around DVC, right? Give me your top five resorts that you think or top five resorts or ways that you think that Jen and I, we have no children mm -hmm. should use our points. Should we, you know, we have about, we have yeah. about, we have about 85 or nine, we have 85 points we have to use by February. And so it can be okay. any, it could be anywhere. And, and so some of the rules are our travels kind of easy. Like I said, we don't have children. So, mm -hmm. I mean, we could go wherever. I mean, it is, do you, would you recommend, you know, trading off to RCI or, yeah. or picking a certain week? I, I just want to get some of your ideas or like if we were just to do Disney property, right? Like you know, we own it Saratoga, right? Yeah. So obviously Saratoga is the easiest to get, but give me some different ideas, like maybe of what I should do with these points. If I were not to rent them out. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm a big fan and I would, I, when I worked directly for Disney and would, you know, sit down and tour with folks, I am a big um, fan of telling folks when they come to Disney for however long they come to the parks and resorts here at Walt Disney world, I always would say, you know what, rent a car or something and, and take the two hour drive and go to Vero beach for Ooh. a couple of days. I mean, you come all the way. I mean, some of these folks that 
you know, are coming from places that don't have a beach, you know, the, the Midwest or whatever. I'm like, come, we have beautiful beaches here and, and people will come and stay a week or two and never see a beach. Um, I mean, obviously we've got the West coast of Florida too, but we don't have a resort there. So obviously Vero, I think Vero would be a great choice. Um, you also mentioned Hilton Head. So I'll, um, if there's availability, I know that that gets tough in the summer when most people want to go spring and summer, but, um, I would do Vero Beach. I would do Hilton Head. And um, I guess uh, for a staycation, depending on how many points you have, right? I know you said you have about 80, 70 or 80. Probably not enough to do this. But we just recently had um, one of my members actually had to to, too many points that they were about to get about to expire. And we um, stayed at the tree houses, which to me was... um, fun like that would be fun when you're bringing your friend right because with a family of four I do have two kids but it's hard to justify a, a three-bedroom tr- you know tree house as much as I love them and want to stay there it's it's a lot of points but if you have a for those other folks maybe listening that have more points that they want to burn stay there for a couple of nights it was so much fun um other than that I try like beach club somewhere where you can you can tell you probably see a theme here I like lounging out by the beach or a pool sure so a uh, more than parks so um, I would do like a beach club hang out by the pool but I would definitely try Vero or you know Hilton head if if they're available and you mentioned RCI and I know a lot of people sort of poo-poo that um, like I didn't join DVC so I could go stay somewhere you know else but at the end of the day, if you have points that are expiring and you just can't use them, it is a great way to stuff some points somewhere and get a few more years of use out of them. We did it one time. Um, we weren't, you know, we had lots of points left over and we took a trip no one would ever take, right? We went to, in the winter, January, I think it was, up to North Carolina. Um, so there was no skiing yet. It was before it was fluffy snow. It was just a cold you know, kind of boring time, but guess what? My kids, one of their favorite trips, and it's probably because we weren't rushing around, right? There wasn't a lot to do. I got a little antsy, but, um, but it was nice. It was a good antsy sometimes, right? I I'm so used to having something to do and somewhere to rush off to, but we cracked up and we've taken our trip, the kids to Europe and they're like, can we go back to North Carolina, this dead town, dead time of year. (laughs) And it was only because we had points to burn at RCI and vacation to burn up. So you never know what will surprise you and what your kids will like. Some, I, I have found my kids love the downtime. They love going and they don't like switching hotels. Like when we do like the Europe trips and we're in a hotel three nights and leave, they want to go stay put somewhere and like kind of make that their little spot for the, for the time being. So I, I would say, check out RCI. There are some good resorts there. There's some, I, don't recommend, but that's the great thing about TripAdvisor and Google. You can look them up and see their reviews, and and you might be really surprised at what you what you'll find and how much fun you can have. You know, it's funny that you brought. I mean, I, just for full disclosure, like my my family, we do have um, we have a, a week at Orange Lake Resort, which is down the street off of 192. Mm-hmm. My parents yeah. had that for years, and they own uh, some timeshare in Aruba as well, which is through RCI. So they have a huge catalog. And I really never thought about using my DVC points for RCI. I, I always poo-pooed it. And I was like, you never use it for RCI. You never use it for the cruises. I think the cruises, I think we're all agree on that. <laughs> you don't use it for yeah. the cruises. But that's something that I, maybe I'll take a look at. We'll be looking into using it for uh, for RCI. It's funny you mentioned Vero because even when I was you know, talking about a staycation and I talked, I mentioned Hilton, and I always forget about Vero. And, you know, oh, yeah. I, I, mean, I live in the Daytona Beach area. I'm up I-4 from you guys. I live like five minutes from the beach, and it's amazing. It's probably similar to if you're a local Orlando resident, and it's like if you don't go to the theme parks all the time. It's like I don't go to the beach a lot. It's, we, I don't know if you take it for granted, but it's like you have to almost you make probably, a, you have to make a concerted yeah. effort to actually get to the beach. And uh, so my question to you about Vero is I never really thought about that is – have you stayed at Vero Beach before? Yeah. Okay, so love it. can you just give me like a, a little bit of a, a background from somebody that's had stayed at, can you, is it something comparable to something on Walt Disney World property? Say it's it's more like this and is there a good restaurants there or is there, is there stuff in the area that like, is there good restaurants yeah. in the area? Because like for example, Alani, right? When we went to Alani, 
Alani's great, but you don't eat every meal at Alani. You go and you experience the Hawaiian culture. You go and you experience yes. the island. So is Vero kind of a similar resort where like, yeah, it's nice to have like a restaurant here, wherever, but you go and like you had to go find oh, some. Oh, definitely. Okay. I would, I mean, now with that being said, well, you being a golfer, you'd love Vero because there's lots of golfing there. Right. Um, but there's um, lots of fun restaurants there. It's, I think it's called. Oh, everybody listening will skewer me if I got this wrong. I think it's called Ocean Grill. Um, and it's a, a very, anybody who's been to Vero knows this place. It's a great restaurant. Um, now, it's been a few years since I've been there. Um, but it's there's some awesome restaurants. But Vero itself, it's it's definitely not like a party town. It's not a Daytona Beach or <laughs> um, it's, a, it's more, it's a little more laid back. Um, there's not, you know, rows of shopping or anything like that for us ladies darn it but um but there's some fun restaurants and you know like oyster bars and stuff like that and um and of course the resort has uh it's got a fun like restaurant bar it kind of reminds me of at the grand floridian that that bar up at the top that overlooks um the enchanted rose now yes yeah. yes um i mean in my mind, that's kind of what it reminds me of, but it's, it overlooks the ocean and it's on the second level and, um, it's just really, really pretty and peaceful. But I, I'd say we had like drinks and appetizers there and we had breakfast there. We'd go out for dinner. We wanted to be somewhere like more where the locals go and stuff for dinner. But, um, yeah, it's really fun. I would definitely recommend it. And I think, and again, for, especially for folks who, if they like the beach, obviously, if they are coming into Orlando and just doing only parks, I recommend just taking a little break, going there for a couple of days and coming back. It's, I think it's worth it. And I guess you're close to what, like the Fort Pierce area, right? So in St. Lucie and all that. So I'm sure. sure. I'm sure there's some stuff around there as well. So it's. Oh yeah. Uh, you could go jet skiing, paddle boarding. I mean, there's all kinds of outdoor activities. The resort itself course is right on the beach and it's got a fun pool area and that sandcastle slide does not look as lethal as it is i went on that thinking oh little kitty slide and i was <laughs> so very surprised at how speedy and fast and twirly it was spitting you out but um so yeah it's it's really fun they have the for those that do have kids they do have the you know activities and stuff for the for the little ones so it's it's a great resort I, you know and it's very popular you know, in the warmer months and the spring. And I think also during through fall for some of the snowbirds that are starting to come down. Um, but, you know, like I went, I think it was in September, you know, our hurricane season here, Joe, as you're no, aware we're, of it, we're it in was, it right now, <laughs> it was wide open. Um, waves were a little rough, but, uh, but that was the last time it was in September or October and it was, it was wide open and, um, it was, a, it was a great time. I love it. Well, you know, if it's Disney, they have a, a pool, a nice pool there as well, I'm sure. So Yeah, the pool is awesome. Yeah, it's great to just chillax and have some drinks out by the pool or, you know, take them down to the beach. It's it's a it's a beautiful resort. And my dream one day is to stay in one of those um, three-bedroom houses, the villas there that are right on the sand um, one of these days. I guess it's funny as diehard Disney parks fans like yourself you were a Disneyland girl growing up I've been a Disney World guy here in the East Coast it's hard to take that first step to say I'm going to go stay somewhere else off of Disney World property or Disneyland property and Alani was different because you know you're going to Hawaii so like it's understandable you're going somewhere else but to be like you know in Florida but not at Disney World it's it's kind of it's kind of tough to to make that decision but you kind of got me a little bit excited about maybe trying something different saying hey you know Jen, let's go. What about trying Vero? Like, I mean, we always yeah. uncheck. We always uncheck those boxes when we're searching. So maybe it's something that. You oh, know, you should. I mean, you're close. I yeah, mean, but again, I know you hours. live by the beach. Yeah, yeah but you know, so. but you know what though? Sometimes it's, um, you know, it's it's even it's it, the beaches are so different. And for people who don't know, the Florida beaches from South Beach and Miami to the Keys to up. Uh, up on the on the first coast, up in Jacksonville, like the beaches are all different. I mean, very. I mean, you could very different. Yeah, you could drive on the beach in Daytona Beach because it's hard packed sand. You go down, you know, up to Ormond and Flagler Beach. It's soft as can be. It's it's cinnamon sand. Every beach is different. So very uh, different, and the culture around it. You know, abs- the activities and the people, it, it, like. You didn't even think you're in the same state half the time. That's true. It's vastly different. And especially the Gulf Coast is even 
more different than that. So I love the Gulf Coast. Yeah. So, well, Jody, we've spent enough time talking about me and what for me to do with my points. Is there anything (laughs) is there anything as our official representative from the world of DVC that you want to discuss today? Anything going on with the the company, the resale market, the rental store, Monero Financial, anything? All of our wonderful sponsors on the show. Anything going on uh, or is it kind of business as usual right now? Well, you know, again, it is business as usual, um, although a lot changes within Disney and DVC. With us, it, it is business as usual. We're always happy to answer any questions anybody has. I would say, again, you know, to plug us, uh, we do need, there There still is, it's very much a seller's market right now, so we still are in need of contracts to sell. So if someone's on the fence about selling, prices have never been higher, demand is super high. And, um, and so we'd love to talk to you if, if that's something you're considering. Well, that's good. So if you guys are interested in, like I said, uh, possibly selling your contract or buying a resale contract, you know, we always say support the people that support us here at the show, uh, dvcresalemarket.com. If you are interested in purchasing uh, a DVC uh, resale contract, uh, Monero Financial uh, can help you out with that as well. If you want to try before you buy, as they always say, yes. uh, DVC rental store, uh, they can help you out as well. All of these websites are super easy to use. They have an app as well. Uh, I really can't say that enough. Uh, we're not just saying that because they're sponsors. Like it, it's, They are super easy to use. Um, Every time I go to your website, there's always somebody popping up saying, "Hey, how can I help you?" And it's actually a real person. It's not just a, it's yeah, not, it's you, not, me sometimes. Yeah, it's even. it's yeah. it's it's not just a, a computer bot, whatever. It's actually a real real person behind it. So check them out. Uh, DVCresaleMarket.com, DVC Rental Store, uh, MoneroFinancial.com. They can all help you out. Uh, give them a call. Tell them the Mickey Dude sent you. Uh, they can be reached at one eight four four DVC Pro DVC Pros. That's one eight four four three eight two seven seven six seven if you want to call up and actually talk to a human being sometimes it's nice to do that instead of just clicking it's uh, if you're going to be making a big purchase that's nice to talk to a friendly voice like jody or any of our other uh, guests we've had on the show they will definitely help you out so jody thank you so much uh for for coming on the show today and it's, it's actually i'll say it's been quite nice Full disclosure: Talking Disney in the middle of the workday uh, when my, 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 my work systems went down. I was like, "Jody, can you record now?" She's like, "Absolutely!" I said, "Let's jump on and do this." So it's, it's great to do this in the middle of the day, and uh, it's got me kind of perked up to finish out my workday as well. But uh, can you just tell everybody where uh, you could personally be reached at if you want to give out the information, and again, uh, where uh, the company can be reached at as well? Sure. So uh, my direct phone number is 407-325-7116 or Jody, J-O-D-I at dvcresalemarket.com. And then um, if you go to dvcresalemarket.com, you can find all of us on the website there. Or as you mentioned, Joe, the little chat pop-up screen will come up or call our 800 number. I mean, there's a million ways to reach us. There's always somebody available to answer any questions you may have. Outstanding. And for us here at the Mickey Dudes, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram at the Mickey Dudes. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Joe Quat. You can also find me over at the resortloop.com DVC Roundtable Show and the Disney Dads podcast as well. So check out the other shows I'm on. They're a lot of fun over there. So, Jody, thank you again for joining us. Thank you to everybody thank you. over at the World of DVC for supporting the Mickey Dudes. And uh, for everybody else uh, listening, I hope everybody is doing well. And everybody, uh, have a magical night. Have a great day, guys. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.